Psst. Did you know that after Noah got off the ark, he was passed out drunk one time in his tent? Did you know that? And psst, did you know Moses killed a man? And when God came to him to ask him to do big things, Moses kept turning on God and said, no, I'm not a good speaker. I don't want to do this. I can't ask someone else. Did you know David uh, slept with someone who was another man's wife? and then had the man killed. And did you know, did you know that there was a time that Peter actually had to be like publicly reprimanded by the Apostle Paul in the New Testament? Do you know how I know all this stuff? It's in the Bible. God had the writers record those events for us. Apparently God's not ashamed of the flaws of his people. God's pretty open about the fact that he chose some people who were pretty flawed to be people that he would do some pretty incredible things through. Because that's how our God works. God chooses flawed people to be his own and to be the people that he works through, which is something pretty incredible for what we've been talking about. We've been talking about imposter syndrome, that, that feeling that there's something about me that's just not good enough. And that even if I can do some good things or achieve good things, that there's still something that's not good enough. And so we're afraid someone's going to find out that I'm not good enough. They're going to find out about my flaws. But we have a God who is not afraid of our flaws. He's not afraid of your flaws. I mean, look at sections like, say, Matthew uh, chapter 9. Jesus is there. And with these tax collectors and sinners, and the religious leaders are like, why does he eat with them? And Jesus, he says, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, it's the sick. He was not ashamed to be seen with sinners. He came for people who weren't good enough. He saw that, that we can never be good enough on our own. And so Jesus, God the Son, became the man Jesus to live the life we were meant to live, to lay it down, to die on the cross, and to rise again. He came for us because we weren't good enough. He knew our flaws and he loved us so fully that he came for us so we could be his. He's not ashamed of our flaws. He's not afraid anyone's going to find them out. He knew exactly what was going on when he came and he chose us and he loved us so much and how he loves us so much now. He knows our flaws and not only did he come so we could be his, but he, knowing our flaws, chooses to work through us just like he chose to work through Noah, to work through Moses, to work through David. Look at these words from the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul said, he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, and in insults, and hardships, and persecutions, and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. We might look and go, man, can God use me to do big things? Look at this weakness here. God loves to work through flawed people. He's done it all throughout the Bible. The story of the Bible is God choosing people who don't deserve him, but he chooses them anyway. God choosing to do big things through people, not because they are big and powerful and strong, but because he is. And actually, sometimes it's in our weaknesses that God shows his strength the most. If God knows our flaws, knows every one of our sins completely, and loves us so much that Jesus came exactly to take care of those sins, then what do we have to hide from God? And if God loves to do big things through flawed people, then how 
why would we ever limit what God can do through us? Why would we want to hide our weaknesses when it's actually sometimes those weaknesses that give God the greatest glory as he achieves what he wants to achieve, his will and his plan through us? If God knows our sins and he loves us, if God knows our weaknesses and sometimes that's the greatest place where he works, how could we ever feel like we have anything we need to hide from him or anybody else? How could we ever be, how could you ever be an imposter? Thank you for watching Peace Devotions. We encourage you to like, comment, and share this devotion with friends and family. If you would like to help us produce more devotions, you can donate at els.org donate.